and Nancy and I and Rick are all part of a car dealership, and we have for a long time. And business is terrible, and we have a lot of employees, 170. Uh, and they're all worried about their jobs. Uh, we're worried about our customers. So the car dealers are in a bit of a bind, and it's nice if you can do business with somebody and get a fair deal and help a car dealer uh, stay open so he can pay his employees. So there, there are good reasons for doing business if you have to do it. You just don't want to be taken advantage of. Yeah, I wanted to add to that. It's pretty fortunate. It, it was scary. We started getting notifications of mandatory closures. And honestly, the, the chief concern from everybody there was what's going to happen to my job. Yes. Because when the supply of customers ends, uh, you, you, the time start, the clock starts ticking on how long you can stay in business. And uh, so it was fortunate. So it is a good thing that they can. Uh, we just hope everybody is practicing social distancing, keeping everything clean. And the other thing, to your point about if you see those commercials, Tina, that's just lazy. They, I'm sure they ordered that slot of commercials last month or even before that. And they just had to call their, their advertising rep at the, at the radio station or the TV station and say, hey, let's change the message. That's a little bit uh, tone deaf right now. And uh, Tina, to oh, add yeah. to that, I'd like to uh, share with you that, uh, you know, these tactics have been going on since uh, the Last Supper. And, uh, you know, that's the way it is. And unfortunately, not everyone pays attention and recognizes the fact that these car dealers are going to use whatever they can to get you in the door. It doesn't matter whether it's the coronavirus or anything else. And now that we have this pandemic, people are just frightened, they're scared, they're out of money, they're looking for deals, and these car dealers are gonna take advantage of anyone they can and everyone. And I wanna thank you for calling because you really opened the door for the ladies to call here. Thanks, and any car dealer that's out there that's advertising in a way to try to undermine the general public in light of the crisis that we're going in, mm -hmm. all of them get an F minus. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Tina. Do we have any more callers? Okay, Tina, have a great weekend. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530, and we're gonna go to Vancouver. And Boston has been waiting. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're calling all the way from Vancouver? <clears throat> That's right. Cool. I, I called in probably about a year ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I've still been listening to your show um, and all that. And it's a, there's a bit of a time difference. Uh, obviously, it's 5 a.m. here right Ooh. now. So <laughs> really. <laughs> you had you to set your alarm and to call the show. <laughs> exactly. But anyway. So my question is, um, as you guys uh, have talked about consumer reports, uh, you guys highly speak of consumer reports. Mm -hmm. Recently, they uh, have done a uh, brand, uh, uh, I guess not so, well, they did a survey, uh, and they listed all the different brands, uh, which one's uh, better, like Porsche being number one, I think. Uh, Lexus was number five. But the big one was Toyota being number 12 uh, on the list. Normally, Toyota is near the top, top five, if not top three. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to hear what your guys' thoughts are on uh, this year's results. 
No, you go ahead, Sue. Oh, uh, well, we, we consider the Consumer Reports the Consumer Bible. And so um, our thought is, even though we do, like as Earl discloses uh, every week, that uh, we have a Toyota dealership, um, that doesn't make Consumer Reports wrong. So if they, are, if they are ranking Toyota low, it's probably for a pretty good reason. I can say that we see um, brands of cars kind of circle in and out of the top. And historically, over the years, Toyota, Honda uh, have been considered amongst the most reliable and recommended consistently by Consumer Reports. Um, but if they are doing reviews right now and coming up and ranking Toyota lower, um, I would take that pretty seriously and take a look at it. You have to be careful when you're looking at a Consumer Report review. They review by model, year, make, and model. And you can have a make that has 90% really good cars, in which case they'll have a very high image brand. But sometimes within a very uh, good manufacturer, high quality like Toyota, they'll be a real bummer. And uh, when you buy a particular model, whether it's a Honda or a General Motors product or a Chrysler Ford product, look at the specific make and model grading in Consumer Reports. And the opposite is true. Sometimes you can find a real diamond in a manufacturer that typically is ranked low. So it's amazing to me as a dealer for so long how a quality manufacturer can come out with a lemon and uh, how a lemon manufacturer can seem to come out with a quality product. Uh, Toyota, Honda typically have very, very high ratings, but each of them has their Achilles heel in some pro some problem cars. Yeah, that, make, that does make sense. Uh, but I, I don't know if you guys saw their, uh, uh, their uh, results from a few weeks ago. They published it, I think it's in their auto magazine for 20, uh, April 2020. Mm -hmm. um, but no, they you know, generally Toyota's really quite high. They're really de oh, yeah. dependable quality product, right? And so I was just surprised to see Toyota at number twelve this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I just pulled up the top picks of twenty twenty. So this is Consumer Reports best cars of the year. Um, so just going down the list, really quick, uh, under twenty five thousand, it's they do have the Toyota Corolla as the best pick, um, followed by the Subaru For Forester uh, for a small SUV. For a hybrid, they have the Toyota Prius. Uh, best mid-size car of the year is the Subaru Legacy. Uh, best large sedan is the Toyota Avalon. Uh, mid-size SUV is the Kia Telluride. Yeah, there's a surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, also, the best compact pickup truck is the Honda Ridgeline. And we had an interesting conversation about that in our management meeting. Uh, the true truck enthusiastics might not consider a Honda Ridgeline being a unibody thing, a true truck. But uh, Consumer Report says it's the best compact truck. And then we have the Lexus RX series, that's an SUV, and the best sports car is the Toyota Supra. And I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Sue drives one. I do. I'll tell you why I'm driving one. We got we had too many of them we couldn't sell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but um, I, clearly um, Consumer Reports is the go-to place to get the best unbiased, yeah. you know, non-influenced by advertising, by manufacturers, by anybody probably the best source of information but you got to dig down a little bit deeper well thank you very and much then, for the call well, then, yeah. no thank you well you you give us the ability to call this international show yeah. yes and people absolutely. call from another country so we are we're international and, and please uh, call again in boston uh, pick pick up that cons consumer report the april edition you're going to find a whole lot of information in there concerning your questions this morning and join us again we have another caller, don't we? We do not. We do I look not forward to the day when I can go back to Vancouver. <coughs> Absolutely. We, can't we get have there a now. YouTube, Beautiful. Though. 
We do indeed. Uh, Mark Ryan is asking, he says, looking at buying a one to two year old Lexus ES350 or an Avalon. Thoughts on either vehicle or the general cost of maintenance for both? Thank you. And Wayne Veit actually kind of chipped in as well. He says, wait until the checks come. Many of the car dealers will be advertising all kinds of fraudulent ads, 6000 over trade-in book value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, wait for that's it. true. You're, you're going to see some good deals out there, folks, with this crisis it's for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, the manufacturers are going to jump in with heavy incentives. Uh, they just Some of the manufacturers closed, and they just recently reopened. Uh, when, you're, when you're building cars, you got to sell them because you can't keep them there. Very, very, uh, they hurt your cash flow. You tie up a lot of cash mm-hmm. when you have to sit on a huge inventory. So the manufacturers will be offering incentives to you, the customer, and also to the dealers. And these can be passed along to you if you're careful and do your, your shopping. Uh, the car dealers are hurting too. That's a reason number two. Uh, car dealers want to stay open. They have to pay their employees and they have to sell cars and service in order to justify remaining open. And uh, so they will be absolutely taking lower profit deals, but they won't unless they have to. And the people that are going to get the good deals are going to be the educated consumers that listen to Earl on Cars, that go to earloncars.com, and that uh, do their homework and are careful. They'll make up for it for the people that walk in that think and they believe the ads and they don't do their homework you'll pay a dealer a $5,000 profit, and your next-door neighbor who did their homework will pay the dealer a $500 profit. You don't want to be the one that pays the too much profit. And on Mark's question about the uh, general cost of maintenance between the Avalon and the Lexus ES350, if you're going to a Toyota dealership, and if you follow the factory-recommended maintenance schedule, the maintenance schedule is going to be about the same for both of those vehicles. Going to Lexus with the Lexus, you're going to pay more because Lexus, they charge a lot more. A Toyota dealer will charge you a lot less for that same maintenance, but even an aftermarket operation, an aftermarket mechanic, somebody outside, find one that you can trust and your maintenance costs will be lower still. Yeah. Cadillac dealers Just, go to a Chevrolet dealer. Yeah. Infinity dealers go to a Nissan. Acura dealers go to a Honda dealer for repairs. You'll find the, the, the discounts almost half yeah. of what you pay at a luxury. Especially on the on the big on those big maintenance like the thirty k and things yeah. like that. When yeah. you you might see a six hundred dollar thirty thirty thousand dollar thirty thousand mile maintenance on a Lexus or an Acura. Yeah, Nancy Stewart just uh, passed me this USA Today that came across the other day on the previous subject of is now a good time to buy a car. Uh, USA Today says yes, it is. And uh, with the same caveat, it is. The dealers are desperate to sell cars. The manufacturers are desperate. The incentives, discounts will be available. But the car dealers will also take advantage of you even more. If they have a large dealer rebate that you don't know about, and you don't know about it, and you don't do your homework, shop and compare and get competitive pricing, they'll keep that dealer incentive and increase their profit per car. So it's up to you. Do you want to increase the dealer's profit per car, or do you want to get a good deal? Do your homework, and you can get a really good price on a vehicle today, new or used. I might add, and this is uh, counterproductive to our dealership, but 
I would also say stay tuned <laughs> because uh, I think as we get deeper into the crisis, uh, the manufacturers are going to yeah. get more and more generous. Exactly, yeah. It, it's going to get the coronavirus, I hate to use this phrase because you hear it a hundred times a day now, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. And as it gets worse, then the retailers, not just car dealers, are going to be desperate and they're going to be trying to encourage you to do business. Desperation does two things. It makes uh, retailers do things they wouldn't do in terms of ethical and moral decisions. Uh, desperate people can really take advantage of you. Uh, but at the same time, if you're smart, educated, and you have done your homework, you can get a heck of a deal on about anything. Just be very, very careful. It's a good, it's a good point they just made. Um, you can a lot of people, a lot of dealers will be doing the right thing, and a lot will be doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. The ones that will be doing the wrong thing are the ones that are the most desperate. They were probably in the shakier financial shape before we went into this, um, because it's a matter of survival. Uh, the stronger dealers have had a good business model that have been around for a long time. Uh, they're going to withstand this, and uh, they're more likely to to be a little bit, uh, be a lot more honest than some of the other dealers. Yeah. Great, great information, uh, Stu, uh, because uh, I'll tell you what, financially driven, mm, it can be a real bad thing, and it can be a good thing, and uh, car dealers are very desperate right now. Uh, remember that you could go to www.youranonymousfeedback.com. And uh, share your thoughts with us. Uh, also, we're going to have the mystery shopping report coming up. And as usual, it is a real doozy. And that mystery shop is from Southern Palms Mazda, 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. I keep forgetting that a lot of people tune in. We are getting, the show is growing, the number listeners are growing and we have to remind people about the Mystery Shopping Report. Thank you, Nancy, for doing that. It's unique what we do. Stu is in charge. He's, we call him the spy master because he sends an undercover agent every week to a car dealership somewhere in South Florida. And we go in there and pretend to buy or lease a car. Typically, we'll respond to an ad. Sometimes we try to buy a Takata airbag car that hasn't been fixed or maybe there's no fix available. But the interesting thing about this is we name names, we name the dealership, we name the salespeople, sales managers, and we tell you exactly what they did wrong or right. And oftentimes they're breaking the law in terms of lying, uh, saying that they uh, will give you a discount that they won't, or saying uh, price, which the Florida law and a lot of other states require, you give the full price when you advertise a car, they hold back dealer-installed accessories and, and uh, dealer fees that they don't disclose in their advertisement. And we do that. We actually name names. And we say, this car dealer broke a law. Haven't been sued in 17 years. Uh, the truth is a perfect defense against libel and slander. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for the Mystery Shopping Report. Uh, how yeah. are we doing on text? and? Uh, yeah, I'd like to get caught up. Last week we finished and we had several that we didn't get to. So oh. there were some uh, from Saturday and Sunday of oh. last week that... Um, people are, I'm sure, waiting with bated breath for our response. Uh, the first one here, if you want to jump to that now, last week we were talking about some of the uh, people that we saw uh, in the news that were disregarding the uh, orders to shelter in place, uh, a lot of the spring breakers on the beaches, so that we had that conversation. Um, Jay in Jupiter, a text that says, everything has some risk. Consequence, a fu the consequence function of the brain does not fully develop until early to mid-20s. That is one reason we need to need your program to help people with knowledge and critical thinking skills. Thank you, Jay and Jupiter. Well, I appreciate that. 
um, we, we do want to help. You know, I, I didn't realize that, but your what consequences uh, part of your brain doesn't well, develop until you're in your 20s? There is an interesting book that my wife and I are, are reading uh, for a very good reason. It's called The Teenage Brain. Because mm-hmm. we need to understand that brain. Yeah. We have three teenagers. Absolutely. And, uh, and all three of my teenagers have fine brains. They're very, very smart. Um, but they're also very different, different than adult brains. And we oftentimes we think of um, children developing, and then they, um, you know, they they come of age, they hit puberty, and they're little adults. But yeah. their brain keeps uh, keeps developing into their twenties, and some of these um, uh, critical thinking skills, risk assessment, things yeah. like that. That's why teenagers drive 100 miles an hour and go to spring break on the beach during a pandemic. Yeah, their remember, brain don't work right. <laughs> I remember I, I used to know a teenager that stole the Ronald McDonald statue from McDonald's. And, and held it hostage and sent a ransom note. No, I was, I was, I was technically an adult then. Oh. oh. You, you, know, <laughs> you know, there's a, a Earl, I, I don't know whether you recall this or not, but there are so many times whenever I say, I refer to the brain is not fully developed and you tease me about it, uh, but it is so true. And you know, most of us go with an age and we don't consider adults not having their brain fully developed but there's a huge study on all of that information and it is very interesting starting from the day a child is born into their uh, grade school teenagers and there are more adults that don't have a brain that's fully developed just because you can shave doesn't mean i'm going (laughs) to hand you the keys all right uh next one this is uh from ola um, in East Peoria, Illinois, huh. wants to know if we know if dealers are considered essential businesses in Illinois. Um, I looked it up. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, it says that gas stations and businesses needed for transportation are considered essential. And I think a reasonable interpretation would say that would include, include car dealers. Now, that said, it doesn't specifically say that in the statewide order in Illinois. Um, uh, you, I would recommend you check with your local, your county um, government, just to see if they if they have a like a more local order. Um, for example, in our neck of the woods in Palm Beach County, um, they issued a uh, emergency order last week or earlier this week, and they specifically said new and used uh, car dealerships are exempt from the order to close. Um, some some counties just word it differently. So check, yeah, there's a lot of politics on that. I uh, I would tell you if I didn't think automobile dealerships were essential. But there's a lot of politics. Uh, I know the Florida Automobile Dealers Association uh, lobbied heavily in Tallahassee and asked the dealers to lobby with their local municipalities to keep the car dealerships as essential. Everybody wants to be considered essential. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing that I kind of wondered about uh, was the fact that uh, liquor stores are considered essential. And uh, they are essential to me because I have to have my martini. Well, you're set for every months evening. now, I believe. But uh, and I won't tell you how much Hendrix Gin you're stocked I bought. Up. Yeah, the you're other good. Day. Yeah. But uh, seriously, uh, the liquor the liquor lobby was able to get liquor stores in Florida declared declared as an essential business, and that's just that's just silly. And the weed stores. There the you cannabis go. dispensaries. Uh, I didn't know you that. know, oh, yeah. uh, all, all the, the guys are t- uh, uh, talking about the, these ways of medicating ourselves. But, uh, you know, in some instances, for some people, uh, gin, uh, scotch, whatever, 
is a form of medication. Okay, let's get back to Earl Stewart and on cars. Ex- excuse me for a moment. That article that's in the USA that I saw yesterday, take a look at it, guys, and it talks about the dealerships that are open. And it's a it's an interesting article. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530, and we're going to go to Pompano Beach where Warren is waiting to speak with us. Good morning, Warren. Good morning. How are you guys? Well, very good. Okay, I just wanted to let you know, I'm actually in New Jersey. Um, I came up early this oh, yeah. year. I'm in Fort Lee, New Jersey, and the dealerships are all closed here. I'm right across from New York City. I'm across the George Washington Bridge from New York City. where it's an epidemic over here, and everything is closed here except food stores. There's absolutely nothing open except food stores. And the dealerships, the only dealerships, the only thing allowed open is repair places. You can't sell new cars. You can't sell used cars. You can't sell anything. Service. And so I just wanted to let you know that only service dealers are open. Oh, I see. So so a car dealership with a service department could keep the service department open, or would you have to be just a separate service business? No, no, the service department can be open if you're a car dealership. Yeah, I just looked up New Jersey's. Yeah, the showrooms are closed, um, but the repair facilities are can Well, thank you, Warren. That's good information. Warren, you're mentioned in the USA about the article that I mentioned, and uh, that's New Jersey and Michigan uh, that were uh, the dealerships have been forced to close. They've closed their uh, their showrooms. Yeah, and uh, everybody here is in sort of a panic as to a business. And yeah, I'm semi-retired, and I, it doesn't you know it doesn't really affect me in terms of monetarily as much as a lot of people that I know. But I, I have a question for you because. Sure. Um, about cars, I guess, to keep your mind off of everything over here, because everybody's sort of quarantined. I'm outside of a walk. You can't do anything here. Mm-hmm. Um, when this is all over, I was thinking about getting a new car, lease car, used car, in January for a variety of reasons, mm-hmm. and holding out with my older car. And now once this is over, especially up here, and they can have these cars on the lot, how, how long would you buy, look for a car immediately? Would you wait? Well, what would you do once they do open up again? I mean, they're going to be desperate to sell cars. I mean, especially to run the ones on the lot, I would imagine. What well, do you think? Warren, I would just, uh, the advice I give you is what I give people even in normal times. Uh, the longer uh, you wait, the better the deal is going to be. Uh, uh, and as I said earlier in the show, desperation can do two things. It can cause car dealers to take advantage of those that are not well informed and haven't done their homework and their research. Uh, a guy like you that understands, listens to Earl on cars, uh, understands consumer reports, understands that competition is your friend. You should always get three bids on any vehicle you buy, new or used. You're going to get a great deal. And if you if if you wait, uh, I wouldn't be in any rush at all. I would. I would just uh, spend time shopping, comparing competitively. Get your the car that you want. Be sure you know the exact year, make, model you want. Don't change that. Uh, do a lot of research, check consumer reports, and then shop that and keep shopping it. And you can just milk the dealer to death and get the best deal you've ever had in your life. Uh, toward the end of this crisis and when the crisis is over, because the car dealerships and all retailers are going to be desperate for your business. The manufacturers are going to offer the dealers discounts unheard of just to get people back in the showroom. So uh, from uh, there's only one, one good thing about this coronavirus. 
the buyer, the consumer, is going to be able to educate a consumer, is going to be get the best price on anything he buys if he's careful. I got I got one other question. Yeah. Um, starting when the, in the fall when the new models come out, are the all the manufacturers and I would imagine no matter what it is, American or foreign that make the cars in the United States, are they going to come out with new models? Are they going to come out with twenty ones? Are just going to try to get rid of the ones they have now? I mean, they, you know, what are they going to be manufacturing once they open up their facilities again? I think Stu's got the answer for you on that. Well, it's just a guess. Um, I know that the you know the product development cycle kind of goes over a course of years. So I imagine redesigns. Um, you know, they've probably tooled up plants. They probably have parts being produced for us, a lot of the new models that are coming out. Um, but it's a good point that you make, Warren. I mean, that might be delayed. Um, I mean, right now. Um, Usually, on, when I'm looking at like in our dealership, I'm looking at the way the inventory flows in and out. It's uh, you know numbers on a piece of paper. Uh, now I'll I'll pull up to the dealership and I'll see a car carrier unloading cars into spaces that we just don't have. So we I see the physical, uh, you know, the, the reality of of, of, of a drop in sales. Yeah. And so this is this is happening all over the country, all over the world. And so at some point, the car dealers are just going to physically run out of space. Um, they're going to have to heavily incentivize the, um, the their current model years and um, and hopefully move them quickly. I, I know that they'll probably all work with the with the dealers to make sure they're not you know overburdening them with inventory and high cost. But um, we might see a delay, I think, of uh, some of the newer models. I would go with the uh, latest model anyway. Yeah. They're going to be desperate to unload last year's model, and uh, when they do come out, they'll, they might even hold back some of the newer models to clear out. Yeah. It's going to be a desperate problem for the manufacturers and a desperate problem for the dealers. Desperation can be your friend if you do your homework and are careful. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Enjoy thank you, Warren. Thank you, Warren. Stay safe up there, New Jersey, New York. I know how nervous you must be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because the thing is on the other side of the Hudson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Rick, Rick has, are you got another caller? Uh, no, we don't. Rick has a comment. Just one quick one here from Mark. He's asking, while you're practicing your social distancing, are you working on the new book? Well, it's a perfect time. I, you know, I, perfect time. I'm, <laughs> the per I'm the perfect procrastinator. And, and this is the perfect time to get off the procrastination and get in my book. You're right. Absolutely. You know, and I, I, thanks for the reminder. Yeah, I think that uh, being at home and working from home, you're busier now than uh, you have ever been. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm very busy, and it's great that we can work from, you know, the uh, office. Uh, but back to the uh, auto dealers, uh, you know, i got to remind everybody uh, that these are desperate times, and the auto dealers are really making it uh, convenient for you they're offering these amazing incentives uh, they're doing uh, they want to they want to remind everybody about the social distance distancing and uh, well that was a hard word for me to spit out uh, and uh, also uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, you can do solo test drives uh, there they they want to sell the cars so be careful out there be careful. Stay safe. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. 
Okay, Stu, you're touching your face over there. I know. I, I, I saw you looking at me. Yeah. Um, Nancy sent me a picture of you yesterday with a bandana yeah. over your face. I'm trying to. I'm a compulsive <laughs> a face, face, toucher. face toucher, and I'm trying to break that. Yeah. And I've given Nancy permission to slap me as hard as she can anytime she sees me touch my face. I love it. You gave me permission. Absolutely. We got a YouTube over here, Rick. How many uh, times I, have I hit you without permission? We I'm do. a crazy girl. <laughs> Boston Ma is asking, I hope business is still good for you, but I was curious how much of a decrease in sales have you had because of COVID-19, and what do you expect to see from both dealers and manufacturers to move cars? Uh, sales are terrible. Uh, car sales, used car sales are terrible. New car sales are terrible. Services. I'd say bad instead of terrible. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a lot of uh, pickup and delivery that exceeds. That was Stu's idea. We had a offer a free pickup and oh, we charge for it. Uh, pickup and delivery, and yeah. that really boosted the yeah, service. No so. charge. No charge. No so. charge. Yeah, we pay. We pay for it if we. We use pay it. for it. Yeah, yeah. it's not free for us. So uh, can really come up with some fabulous ideas. Service is bad and car sales are terrible, and that can be your friend because yeah. all car dealers, it's the same way. As a matter of fact, relatively speaking, we're probably doing better than other car dealers yeah. uh, for whatever reason that may be. But the, the fact is, bad business for a car dealer is good is a good thing for you. Use it wisely. I'll be careful. Yeah. I, I, th I really think that with you mentioning the fact that uh, you didn't know why business you know, maybe was just a little bit better than maybe another car dealer. I think the operative word here is trust. It's trust. Don't want to turn and this into an infomercial. Pardon me? We don't want to turn this into an infomercial. Uh, I didn't think I was. I think that trust is a big word, and it applies to every facet of life. Mm -hmm. And whenever you trust, you can openly make a decision you wouldn't normally. 877-960-9960, or you can text us, 772-497-6530. Back to the text. Uh, let me jump over to Facebook Live video. Um, I had a few very nice compliments for me. So oh, yes, good. I am funny. Andreas, appreciate it. None for me. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Uh-oh, wait a minute. Now there are people are talking about me stealing a statue. Now, I was in the getaway car, and it wasn't a statue. It was an inflatable Ronald McDonald. All right. Um, Terrence on Facebook says wants to know, are we going to be able to weather the storm? We'll be closing up. Uh, yeah, we're going to weather the storm just fine. Uh, we're on we're on very solid, stable uh, business financial ground. So um, I don't like it. I'm worried about our employees more than anything else. Um, but we're looking to see there's a lot of good stuff in this big old uh, stimulus bill that affect all of us and affect our employees as well. So we're unpacking that and seeing how we can apply to that to make sure that we... We're uh, trying to, yeah. as, as we... Uh, take precautions. We're trying to find opportunities for working out of the homes. Yep. Uh, you can sell a car online now. And uh, that brings up a subject. I'm going to digress a little bit. Uh, selling cars online. Very few uh, can actually all, do it. All the car dealers are going to advertise that you can buy a car uh, sight unseen. Uh, don't talk to the salesman. Uh, they'll deliver the car. Uh, the one thing you have to remember that when they deliver that car to your driveway, if they do that for you, uh, uh, you own the car. And uh, there is no right of rescission. There's no right to back out of a deal. Uh, there is a law in the Florida books that allows certain businesses, when the business is conducted at your home and you buy a car and you take delivery of the product, uh, where you can 
change your mind in 72 hours. If you buy a car and they deliver it to your home, you cannot change your mind. And car dealers are very, very adamant about that. If you take delivery of the car and drive it off their showroom floor, they're not going to take the car back. Once you take delivery of that car, you will never get your money back. Right. And so Even if you careful. get it delivered at home. Um, and I, to, just to build on your point, what you said, buy from home, watch, that is going to be the new buzzword. And there's not a lot of dealers that are actually equipped to actually do that. You can do it. You can go email. You can get on the phone. Very few of them really have an online buying where you can actually buy the car. So before you get excited, make sure you just kind of do a dry run through their online program and see what are they actually asking, asking you to do. Are they asking you to just give you personal information you know, for a price quote? Or are you actually able to price out the final price and get it out the door and then get it delivered for yeah. free? Great information. Uh, you know, I want to mention uh, in that article from uh, the USA, automakers have offered a slew of incentives. I mentioned that earlier, but listen to this. Ford is offering to make three months of new car payments on behalf of the customers. So there's just, a, you know, uh, just an idea of what's going on out there. Well, let me, uh, let me, I want to address that real quick. Uh, that is actually um, a very popular thing and it's being suggested by some of our vendors. Um, I'm not sure how the Ford is doing it, if that's coming from manu the manufacturer. Be very, very, very wary when a dealer says he's going to be making your payments or uh, no payments until 2021. I'm starting to see those. All they're doing is taking the rest of the payments uh, from this year, and they're adding it to the price of the car. Yeah. It's called rolling it in. Manufacturers' and, and it, incentives are realistic. The dealer incentives are likely RBS. suspect. And the Ford is offering uh, to waive payments for three months. It's a, it's a legitimate yeah. offer, but you got it's no different than a discount or a rebate. Uh, all the manufacturers and all the dealers are going to be after your business. All this talk about desperation and and talking about incentives and trust, a great point that Stu brought up. And let me tell you this, Hyundai is offering to make payments for six months, six months, if customers lose their jobs. Uh, I mean, they want to get you in the door, uh, not physically, but they just want you to sign on the dotted line and uh, you make uh, desperate decisions. So please be careful. Uh, we're going to go to John in Palm City. Good morning to everyone. Good morning. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming in today. Um, I, people are going to hesitate now, some of them, and they should, about buying a General Motors cause. I think it's a disgrace what GM pulled. They first stepped up to the plate and said they were going to make the ventilators. Then, for some reasons unknown, they seemed to back out, whether it was pricing, whatever. So since they volunteered at the beginning, the president had to invoke the War Act on them. But I was always a General Motors man. I bought new Chevrolets. I liked their cars. And I got turned off for them when they had the major problem with ignitions. That was going on for 11 years, and GM did nothing about it. It took quite an investigation, U.S. Department of uh, Justice. They indicted 15 people. They got fired by Mary Barra from GM, but they didn't say what the, t what the uh, prison or the uh, fine was. Today. But there was many more than 15 involved. So it was an absolute disgrace. If people remember at the time, there was a tremendous lawsuit with a college student that got killed with a Chevrolet product, and GM tried to deny there was anything to do with the ignition, but it was proven with a lot of court cases that it was GM at fault. 
So I can say this much, including the latest incident with General Motors concerning the ventilators. Shame on General Motors. That's all I have to say today. I agree. It's not, it was not only a bad decision, it was a stupid decision, because the one thing you don't want to mess with is your brand, and even if they didn't want to build the ventilators, they should have volunteered anyway. You, you can't sell retail products today uh, if you damage your brand. Wells Fargo proved that, and a lot of other uh, manufacturers, pharmaceutical companies, have really hurt their brands badly. And General Motors can't afford to hurt their brand because they're hanging by a thread anyway. Agree with you 100%. Shame on GM. Yep. Shame on GM for being stupid and for making a bad decision at the same time. And then from what we said, what we heard, they were raising the price to uh, the federal government to make it worse. Oh, man. Well, John, thanks very much for the call. Did you have anything else on your plate this morning you want to share with us? No, I, I could go into further things with General Motors, including the Chevrolet Volts that they built, uh, and the president at the time called it the car of the future, and mm -hmm. he said when he was going to retire, he was going to buy one, but that's another story for another time. Another time. Well, yeah. we'll do call next week because we'll be back. We're not going to, we're not going to abandon you here. We'll be here every Saturday at Earl Stewart on Cars. So call again, John. Appreciate the call. Thank you guys for yeah. coming in. Thank, Thank you. you, John. And take care of yourself. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Take advantage of it and stay tuned for the mystery shopping report that will be coming up uh, about 9.30 from Southern Palms Mazda. Uh, we're going to go to Stewart. Sure. Rick. Sure. Uh, YouTube. Happy. we got Facebook. I love the microphone. Hi, folks. Uh, Rick's holding up his sign over there. He's got his YouTube. <laughs> it says YouTube. Go ahead, Rick. Well, I've just got an interesting one here from Donovan Lewis. He says, I've been shopping to buy a car I've wanted for a long time. And over the past week, I've talked to about 30 dealers. And oh, my <laughs> God, is it bad. Most wanting to pay little for trade and not discount on their cars at all. I was in two dealers and was the only customer other than people for service and was not treated very nicely. I've never had so many insulting offers for a car that I want to trade in my life. Well, it's a, it, it's a buyer's market when it comes to people that want to sell their trade. And uh, forget about the dealers. Uh, you can check with uh, webuyanycar.com, Carvana, AutoNation, largest retail in the country, they buy a lot of cars. CarMax buys cars over the curb, meaning you just bring your car, they'll buy it without you having to buy a car from them. So there's never been a better time to get the right money for your trade. If you just go to the dealer, they'll do exactly what you experienced. They'll try to, in the, in the business, we call it stealing the trade. You'll give them a good price on the new car, and maybe it is a good price. And then when you show them the trade-in, they undervalue it by a couple thousand dollars to make up for the discount they gave you on the new car. So use, use these tools we have today. Carvana, uh, WeBuyAnyCar.com, CarMax, AutoNation, and there are others out there. Okay. Text. Okay, jumping over. Anne-Marie uh, Anne um, is texted us, says, Good morning. I've watched commercials where a company sprays the vehicle's interior with a disinfectant. Could that damage the touchscreen or other sensors? I've read that just wiping down the interior with soap and water will work. 
I hope you can settle this question. What is the best way to clean slash disinfect the interior of a vehicle that doesn't damage touchscreens or sensors? Thank you very much. Please stay safe. Uh, I can tell you, Amory, that we are getting bombarded with vendors uh, offering to sell us products to do disinfecting the interiors, including the one if you saw from Michael Stomach uh, yesterday, yeah. who is a very respectable a person. I don't, I, I can't speak to it. Rick might be able to uh, address that. Um, I would highly advise not spraying anything inside your car. Uh, one of the things that we've come up that has actually come out recently. I know it sounds not quite the same thing, but those air fresheners that are liquid filled that you put in the AC vents contain a silicon based oil. And that silicon, once it gets in the air, can destroy your door lock actuators. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, your doors, one by one, will just stop operating the lock. So, like soap and water might be the answer then. I think, Anne Marie, I think you're right. Yeah, I just I think that like if you have a lot of plastic and vinyl surfaces, uh, soap and water, um, it's not porous, uh, so you can clean it up um, and not even have a residue. Um, and if you have leather, you can also do like a really mild detergent sort of thing. Just wipe it clean. Don't soak yep. it. You want to do just something that's damp and uh, make sure it dries. And I th you, you should be okay. And I think let me just speak from what I feel in my gut when we talk about this. Uh, a lot of people are really afraid, and uh, I'm afraid, but I mean, people, some people are more afraid or less afraid. We're all, uh, we approach this differently. So if you're afraid to get in your car and you don't want to spend an hour and a half with soap and water and drying your car, I go ahead and take something that we know uh, kills virus and I go ahead and spray my damn car. And if I ruin the leather and I stay alive, the hell with the leather. I mean, we. I, I'm exaggerating to make a point. Yeah. We all are worried about this thing. So if you're going to be using your car a lot, uh, don't worry too much about damaging uh, right. portions of your car. And stay safe and spray the damn car. Right. Or or um, you're, that's your that's your inner sanctum. I mean, unless it you're is. having 18 people in and out of your car all day, mm -hmm. if it's just you, if you're washing your hands and using hand sanitizer, you can you can you know who's been in your car. Mm -hmm. So that, that should be enough to, to keep you safe. If you had a million people in the car, you might want to spray it. If down. I'm an Uber driver. Exactly. Yeah. And I am an Uber driver, but I <laughs> digress. Rick. I'm going to throw uh, another factor what? on that, I too. I think it's lapsed. <laughs> Especially for our environment here in South Florida. But this stands true for everywhere. Park your car out in the direct sun with the windows up and let it sit for hours. Without the keys in it. Without the keys in it. Lock <laughs> it up and let it sit. How hot does it get in there? Hot enough to kill animals and people. Well, hold on a second. And it will definitely kill viruses. Yes, I don't know definitely about that. definitely has an effect Last on the virus. I, I, don't, I don't know. I looked that up. 140 degrees, 150 degrees looks, I think, is how is hot as it gets in the car. And I don't think that will kill a virus. But for for extended periods of time, remember, a vi you can't actually Google kill it. a virus anyways. <laughs> it's a not virus 100%. is not a living organism. Yeah. A virus is a molecule chain, and well, it's, it's the coating on it that breaks down before it breaks down. We shouldn't advice speculate like right. on these things. Let's, okay, we'll to do your some point, research on that. Uh, to your point, is I'm going to go back to the USA Today. 
And another interesting point that they bring up, uh, they're charging $29.99 uh, for service uh, that kills 99.9% of bacteria. Uh, and uh, there's what, what are they desanitizing the interior of these vehicles with that is safe? Because they're spraying everything You're in your car. You're going to find a lot of exploitation. That could be exploitation. People are going to come up with something that sounds good uh, to get your money. Uh, Anne-Marie probably hit it on the head. We know that soap and water kills viruses. If you use soap and water, it's just going to take you a long time. But you can desanitize your car, use soap and water, and the exotic, cool ideas. Uh, uh, we are not going to recommend them, nah. but as I said earlier, uh, don't worry about uh, hurting your dashboard when you're scared to death. Okay? Uh, you know, even though you're reading something in the newspaper, it isn't, it isn't always true. I know that. Most people know that. But here's AutoNation, who, you know, we all respect, and there is quite a surge in uh, their interest in Clorox Total 360 sanitizing. So, you know, what do you do? Well, um, I'm not going to endorse AutoNation's recommendation, uh, but they are uh, a public health company, and they would be less likely to advocate something that was pure um, fraud. Hooey. Hooey. So that's something that we should check out. Uh, read that name again. Clorox uh, Total 3, Total Clorox. Clorox Total 360 Sanitizing Service. Okay. Uh, we'll and, check, and who's we'll spending twenty nine ninety nine to have the inside of their car sanitized? You know, another uh, violation of taking taking advantage of the consumer. If you're scared to death, you're going to pay twenty nine ninety nine, and you're not going to negotiate. Hey, it's simple. We're not reinventing the wheel. Wash your hands. Keep your hands off your face. Let's move along. Next text. Uh, Dave in West Palm <laughs> Beach uh, has an idea for a name for a sale. He says, how about the end of the world sale? <laughs> Thanks, Dave. I'll bet you somebody uses that. <laughs> it's the yeah. end of the world <laughs> yeah. as we Aww. know it. <laughs> Rick's okay. singing to us. <laughs> yeah, do it again. That's a great song, by the way. That should be the theme song for the show. <laughs> Good morning, team. I regret to inform you that I have to stop watching Earl on Cars this morning to address an immediate and dire need. I need to activate vehicle protection for my 2014 Toyota. I am already outside the Toyota warranty period, and now I'm outside of this notice's expiration date. I am perspiring in fear <laughs> that my 2014 Toyota will no longer work to get me where I need to go. I guess I could just rely on the cars I actually own, which is a Honda and a Hyundai. <laughs> my wife owns a 2014 RAV4, and I don't believe there was a transfer of ownership. Did our insurance company sell our data? How else could this vehicle protection service company know that there is a new Toyota in our family when it's purchased by my wife before we were married and combined our insurance? Um, you know, if you're doing a little forensic investigation, um, you might you might have hit it on the head. I, uh, or they might have cross-matched your address with your wife's registration. Um, there is all sorts of ways to get information that don't actually violate privacy laws. And that's how you get these crazy notices. You do it online. You, if, if you're visiting uh, something that would indicate you owned a new uh, vehicle, some year you're making model online, yeah. uh, that could be a way they find out. Yeah. I mean, if they're only 90% accurate, it still gives them a heck of a mailing list. Yeah, what you're witnessing is uh, what's known as big data. And there's a lot of, lot of money and a lot of effort being put into identifying consumers based on their buying behaviors, mm -hmm. things that they own, things that they like. Um, when you go on to uh, get a new app, every time you go on to Facebook and you see the, uh, you know, the privacy statement, they're basically saying, we're going to find out everything that you do and think and love and are interested in, and we're going to sell it. 
So that's how we. That's how we, us we as know, advertisers. We not find only it. know what you like and buy. We know where you are. Yeah. And uh, we we know that we know how much yeah, money we, you make. We actually, I, you know, speaking as a car dealer, we can go to our competition, and Stu does something called because he's our master and our expert on this he will geofence like the nsa <laughs> he will geofence we let's say we wanted to sell um palm beach toyota our competition uh you know their customers we could geofence uh, a mile or two miles or five miles mm -hmm. around them meaning that we could send facebook advertisements to whoever was sitting in the yeah. palm beach toyota customer lounge or the showroom and they would see our ad only not, if not, they were on the not showroom. only that the people that are sitting there in the lounge who are more li most likely to need service for the car or are ready yes. to buy a car yeah there's no problem what kind anymore. of car <laughs> we we know the advertisers know the manufacturers the retailers we know what you like when you're going to buy it where you are there is no more privacy yeah and going back to the texter um i'm glad that um the tone of that text was sarcastic because um, you know if you get a anything in the mail or in the email or a phone call off telling you that your warranty is about to expire and you need to protect your car and it looks really official i'm looking at the picture that that he sent me or he or she sent me mm -hmm. um, it looks very 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 official state of south carolina um, but it is it's a, it's a solicitation so I get them all the time yeah. I've got a Lexus I bought it I registered it my name because I I'm an uber driver yeah. in my own insurance <laughs> and uh, I get all I get them all the time yeah. it, it really gets me angry I I don't even open them up anymore but then they'll send me a postcard I got a red postcard saying warning your warranty will be up shortly it's just terrible what they do. Yeah, phone calls, mailers, I'm up to my eyeballs. Yeah, and that was Andreas uh, who, who sent that. And uh, Andreas is a savvy, um, eagle-eyed yes. consumer, so he knows. So throw that in the garbage. Um, here's one for Rick. Uh, 2019 Jeep Cherokee, res replacing spark plugs or recapping them. When should you replace the spark clubs, spark plugs? Uh, grab that little book out of your glove compartment that tells the factory recommended maintenance, that tells when to replace them, and just be very careful doing it. Make sure you follow a couple of YouTube videos so you can do it yourself, or find a reasonable guy online that can do it. Rick, if you lost your owner's manual or you're thinking about uh, buying a car that uh, you don't have an owner's manual for, they can't give it to you, can you, can you print an owner's manual out yep. online? Absolutely. Every single, yeah. every document that comes in every new car for probably the past 15 years is available somewhere on the internet yeah. as a PDF file to be printed right out, or you can just have it on your phone, whatever you need. I love it. It's really easy. Like the manufacturer mm -hmm. website, if you go to toyota.com, um, and they're all the same, yeah. uh, there's a tab that says owners, and once you go to owners, all the resources for your car, you can search by the year and the yeah. model and all that. It's we're, great. We're, you know, this, we're so totally obsolete on this show because we haven't told you anything that you can't get online. Right. Yeah. And we're, all we're doing is just relaying it. Yeah. We are guiding what, what, Welcome them. to we the are, 21st we century. We are saving people from all those paper mailers yeah. they're getting and those phone calls, and we're guiding them to the truth. Sure. Well, this is, you know what, I think that we're not, like, not obsolete or unnecessary. This is entertaining. I mean, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is much more fun than Googling something. Yeah. yeah. Hey, even, even right now, Donovan Lewis put a little addendum on here. He says, to add on, he says, the dealers I went into all added four or five hundred dollars for nitrogen fill in the tires yeah. i thought we were getting away from that nope 
It's amazing how nitrogen just never goes yeah, away. I, say. I mean, you would think that at some point. I thought when Consumer Reports came out and just blasted it, said it's totally worthless. You don't spend any money. Nitrogen does not help you in any in your tires. Does not help you in any way. I, I thought that would kill it. I it's, think you guys yeah, covered it, nitrogen tires on your very first show 17 years probably, ago. Yeah. It's like <laughs> nitrogen's in the air or something. Yeah. 78 percent of the air we breathe is nitrogen. When you put air in your tires, you're putting nitrogen in your tires. And now they're asking you to pay $100 for nitrogen. Yeah, so let's or sell it right five, now. Listen, four to 500 Car yeah. dealers selling or, or that. More. Car dealers selling that are full of hot nitrogen. That's true. Mm. Next. Uh, in reference to uh, warranty or taking a vehicle back, this is from Ola in, in Illinois. Most Illinois residents don't know this, but I let all my customers. Oh, this is a, uh, a dealer in Illinois. Okay. Oh, I let all my customers know about it, and we will take the car back if they have any issues on powertrain of the vehicle. Even for minor, a minor fix, we still entertain them. I believe every customer or buyer wants a reliable means of transportation for at least a, f a few months before having any issues, and they deserve it. Um, I am very thorough with this, and I let my team members have the same mentality. Customer satisfaction is my mission. That's the reason we're existing. And then here's a link uh, to... Did I, did I hear the word powertrain? Yeah, we, we, we can address that for Ola in a second. And then there, there's a link on the um, new law that, um, that, that Illinois dealers must offer implied warranty on used cars. And she wants to thank us for all we do, especially her honesty. And we are her role models. Well, implied oh, warranty. Wow. Thank you. Implied warranty uh, is a federal law, and uh, it's a uh, applied warranty means that when you sell any product, uh, you know, here's my Purell, and when I sell you a bottle of Purell, uh, if it doesn't disinfect my hands, then I get my money back or I can sue you. Uh, any product that you sell, including a car has to perform the function for which you advertised and said it would do. So if you sell a car and it says zero warranty, as is, a lot of car dealers will sell used cars as is. If you sell, if a used car dealer sells you a car as is and it won't run, you can still get your money back because there is a federal law that says it has an implied warranty that cars must go. If it doesn't go, it doesn't qualify as a car. Yeah, and then I'm, Ola, I'm, I feel really good that we are um, helping to inspire you. Um, I would take it a little bit further. You started to mention the powertrain warranty thing. Yes. On new vehicles, um, I, nothing goes wrong with the powertrain. No. And um, so it's kind of a, we offer a, you know, a lifetime warranty just, just because people yeah. are asking for it, but we tell them it's really never going to really come into service. And before service. they attack you on that statement, yeah. we say nothing goes wrong with the powertrain as long as you change your oil. Yeah. The powertrain, and this is simplistic, Rick, you can correct me, but to, for a simple short answer, what is the powertrain? It's all of the lubricated portions of the vehicle. So, uh, you know, it's your rear axle, it's your- uh, Engine, uh, transmission. Engine, transmission. Your front drive axles, yeah, yeah. So, anything that is internally lubricated. So mm -hmm. if, if you don't lubricate it, 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 it'll break, but if you don't lubricate it, the warranty won't cover it. Uh, the warranty says on every powertrain warranty that you have to have the car uh, according to the manufacturer's recommendation, and they all require regular lubrication. And if you do that, it won't break. So yeah. um, forget about powertrain warranties. They're worthless. What doesn't your warranty cover? Uh, we're going to go to Doc, Dog Walker Dave from Palm Beach. 
Good morning, and thank you for waiting. Hi, guys. How hey. are you? Oh, Dave. Oh, yeah. Dave, I got. Oh, listen. <laughs> are you watching? <laughs> I'm going to hold up my poop bag. Yeah. I, Here's yeah, here. That's empty, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, uh, I was watching, but uh, I, I so, didn't watch. I, I, that sounds Dave, so bad. Last week, Dave recommended. <laughs> no, you don't. Great idea that when you're pumping gas or anything like that, you can go and you can use these uh, poop bags that you use to pick up after your dog, and and then you use that to pump your gas. I used it this morning when I came in. I opened the door of the studio. I pushed the elevator button. I opened the door to the building. And everything you touch, you this, and then you just take it off and you throw it away. I got 270 of them on Amazon for $11.99. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Hey, um, I can add to that one. Uh, that's not why I called, but I can add to that one. You take a couple of your uh, sanitary wipes, you know, your, your Clorox wipes, yeah. stick them in a dog food bag, fold them up, stick them in your pocket, and they'll still, they'll, they'll still stay viable for a couple of days. Is that right? They'll last in oh, your yeah. pocket. Wow. I yeah. love that. In a, in a dog poop bag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, oh, and a do- yeah, oh, and the doggy bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, listen, the reason I called, uh, uh, insurance. Okay. A lot of uh, uh, people, a lot of major corporations and, and many small businesses, particularly those that are delivering uh, food and, uh, oh, prescriptions, you name it, um, are using their cars. And, I mean, Domino's, for instance, is hiring tens of thousands of people uh, that are going to be using their cars for these deliveries. There is a bit of a catch in most people's insurance about using your car commercially. Mm -hmm. And uh, my son was delivering pizzas for Domino's Mm -hmm. in um, Lake Worth. And he got T-boned at a, at an intersection. Oh man! He had full, full. He bought his car from CarMax. He had full coverage plus gap insurance. And because he was delivering a pizza at the time and had not upgraded his insurance, he ate the whole thing. Wow! Is he okay, no Dave? Yes, he uh, he did some therapy. His back was a little messed yeah. up uh, a couple years ago, but he's good. Good. Well, that's uh, that's very true. As a matter of fact, uh, when I uh, became an Uber driver, when Uber started in the business, uh, one of the big problems that Uber was having is people were using their own cars, and uh, exactly what you said, there was not coverage. Uh, I that's the reason I had to go out and buy uh, a special insurance policy on my car, um, so that I wouldn't be sued or that. Uh, I would be covered in the event of an accident. So this is true. There's a proliferation of people driving like never before. And uh, a lot of people just don't want to even go into a grocery store. So they use uh, services. Uh, Costco's delivering, Target, uh, Walmart, everybody. You can get delivery from everybody. Hundreds of thousands of of new delivery people out there, those that, that don't... Yeah. Can't go to their regular jobs. Uh, I mean, this is a—it's a good opportunity, but they do need to be careful. He—he uh, he got a settlement uh, through lawyers eventually, but mostly what it called, uh, what that covered was his uh, personal injury, and um, he, he just—he ended up defaulting on the, the car, the financing through CarMax, uh, and he had been paying all this insurance all this time, 
thought he had it covered and uh, apparently did not read the small no. print in his employment contract. And uh, just want to warn people about that. Make sure you have the right coverage. Good advice, absolutely. Uh, insurance companies are taking a huge hit with this coronavirus, and they're very, very nervous. Uh, but there's also a lot of things that are not covered. Uh, for example, I, as a car dealer, I have business interruption insurance. Uh, and you would think that this is really what you'd call business interruption. But the uh, fine print and the insurance policies don't cover plagues or, or uh, national pandemics, international pandemics. And a lot of people are going to be hurt, and the insurance companies, uh, some of them are going to go out of business. Uh, this is unprecedented, but uh, be very careful, Dave. That's great advice to check your insurance coverage. Okay, Dave, thank you again, again, and thanks for my poop bag hint. And uh, you're a very smart guy. Please yeah. call again next week. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Uh, remember, you can go to Earl on Cars, and you can read his column, Corona Catch-22, a great read, and also World Crisis and U.S. Leaders, another great column. And uh, you can catch it uh, in the Hometown News. Uh, you can read about it in the Florida Weekly. And uh, as uh, I always say, there's so much to go to at uh, that website. Earl has uh, covered it all, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Text. I'd like to jump over to anonymous feedback. Oh, good. Okay, uh, this one says, spend more time cleaning fingernails and the end of your fingers and don't touch your face. This tip was given to Ecolab employees meeting yesterday. Ecolab is involved in providing cleaning and disinfecting hospitals, and they have years of experience. Yeah, and the, the washing, you, you, you do like you scrub with your fingernails in the palm of your hand, and that's one of the, and then you do this, and you do it for at least 20 seconds, but absolutely. Good, good right. advice. Hello, Earl. Just FYI, in Miami-Dade County, car repair businesses are classified as essential and will be allowed to stay open in Dade County. That's right. And also in Broward County. Um, that was uh, when we were talking about the language and some of these uh, business closure orders. Um, they'll say um, auto service departments and related businesses. Um, but the lobby, the car dealer lobby, has really pushed um, to get them to specifically say uh, the car dealership itself. And, and that's what happened in Palm Beach County. So Palm Beach County uh, specifically says uh, car, new and used car dealerships. And uh, Toyota, and I'm, I'm sure some other manufacturers are doing national advertisements now that all Toyota dealerships are open. Uh, and I, uh, I think it would have been almost impossible for people to close car dealerships. They're yeah. just, they're too powerful. And they are vital. I mean, you need a car to get to the pharmacy, to get to the COVID-19 testing facility, to get to the doctor, to get to the hospital, you know, to get to the grocery store. So if you need a car and your car breaks, you're going to either buy another one or get it fixed. And that's the reason car dealers should be essential. Yeah. Um, when they we were talking about insurance companies, uh, you know, not covering, um, you know, they used to call them acts of God in their policies, right? And so now they don't cover, you know, viruses. Oh, talk man. about an archaic view. I yeah. mean, act of God, it's uh, also a lack of uh, sanitation, a lack of, yeah. uh, you know, oh, a lot yeah. of other things. Yeah, we, we've learned a lot in, in yeah. the last uh, several million years. Yeah. Um, but uh, Toyota and other manufacturers, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty smart. I mean, they acted really qu quickly. Uh, I know that the domestic manufacturers announced some uh, production um, 
um, halts. And Toyota did the same thing. Toyota is now, I think, pretty much through the end of April, um, halting uh, global production. Um, and hopefully that will kind of catch up to with the, uh, the existing de- the plummeting demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a follow-up on the uh, anonymous uh, feedback provider uh, who was talking about Ecolab. Uh, they said there's a great resource. It's ecolab.com. Uh, they have excellent information on the coronavirus crisis, and they also had a lot of experience with it when they operated in China. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I don't know that's to be the case. Uh, it probably is. Uh, I just remind everybody to be very careful. I'm hearing all sorts of nutty things that people see online, and when you read something, uh, when you see something online and you hear something, uh, there's a zillion YouTubes, there's a zillion uh, bulletins out there about the coronavirus. Just be very careful. Get verification. Don't do something stupid. There's some there's some medications out there uh, that people are taking because they think that there's a malaria medication, more than one, that people are taking and dying because of it. So if if you don't hear from the Center for Disease Control or some valid right. Authority, don't be taking yeah. any medication or doing something entrusted. Always get verification. That's the reason I hesitate to make recommendations. Don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. Uh, verify so, before you, certainly before you ingest something yeah. uh, or trust something. Great uh, be sure that you do a double check. And there's a lot of ways to do that. Yeah. You can go to www.credibledrugs.org. Uh, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, Earl really hit on it. There's so much information out there, and it all isn't accurate. Pay attention to these medications. They can kill you. You can have a stroke. You can have a heart attack. Now back to Stu, I, think, I believe. I think we have a YouTube over here. We'll go to okay. Rick. We'll yeah. go to Rick. We've got Brian is asking, Hi, Earl. Do you think used truck prices will be going down in the following months, or will they stagnate with the stimulus slash tax returns? They're Thanks. going down. Uh, they're going down. They're Everything's going down. Going down. Uh, used car prices are going down. Uh, we're uh, at the auctions now. We're seeing that the uh, the prices yeah. are dropping, and uh, new car prices will definitely go down. And I, I and everybody's talking about that, and I'm talking about it. But I keep telling you, when prices, when you have a crisis, this is the perfect opportunity for the dishonest, unethical car dealer to make a lot of money, uh, because. He doesn't have to prove to you that this is a crisis. Yeah. He doesn't have to prove to you that that uh, right. we're overstocked. <laughs> prices are coming down, yeah. but just because a manufacturer cuts the prices doesn't mean he's going to cut the price. He'll tell you he cuts the price. So you have to be more careful than ever. And as I say, I'm preaching to the choir here because you listen to Earl Stewart on cars. You're probably an educated consumer. The people that aren't listening to this show are ones that are victimized. You'll go in and you'll do your homework, you'll get competitive pricing, you'll use consumer reports, and you'll get the deal of your life on during this period of crisis. The other folks, the victims, are going to get taken advantage of and pay obscene profits because they think they're getting a great deal. So right. please be careful and help those out that need their help. You are listening to this show. You're probably an educated consumer. Help those that are out to buy a car that aren't educated. And we prove what you just said week after week. Last week, uh, we mystery shopped a Rego uh, Dodge up in Fort Pierce um, that were making the claim that they're overstocked. Everything must go. they got to slash prices. And we wound up being, I think, over MSRP, yes, <laughs> after, over MSRP. after that promise. Exactly. 
All right, more anonymous feedback. Uh, I watched your Saturday show with you, Nancy, Stu, and Rick. It's very interesting and fun to watch. You guys slash gal are expert car folks, and I think you could interest a national TV network. Oh. Cable, like Fox News. Hollywood. Uh, the Spy Report is great. This is not a criticism, but uh, is a constructive critique. Number one, Earl and Stu are hidden behind the microphone. No problem on radio, but TV is visual. You could change the camera angle. You and Stu have great radio voices. Hi there. And you could be a DJ if, or news guy if you things don't work out. Smiley faced emoji. More to follow. And that's from Larry. Larry, this is anonymous. You gave yourself away. Haha, uh-huh, that was my joke. Uh, well, Larry, thanks for the hip. I just sat up straighter. <laughs> Um, we were inspired by Don Imus, and we want to look like him. So Don kind of hunched over behind the microphone. And Did he smoke in the studio? Poor did, Don. Did you know that he personally did a commercial yeah. for Earl Stone Cars? Oh, yes. I'd love to find that somewhere. Let's, yeah. let's find that and play it because he was my hero. And to answer your question, Stu, Don Imus did everything in, in the, the studio. studio. Drank? Everything. Really? Drugs, yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't approve of, of that. Is that what that I do bucket drink. was in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as the pandemic winds down, next week you're going to tune in. We're going to have, like, unshaven. Our clothes will be dirty. Your hair's messed up. I'm going to wear a cowboy hat. Big bottle of uh, gin on, right in front of Earl. <laughs> I can't see Earl. The gin bottle's blocking him. <laughs> All right. Okay, the next one, I apologize. This one's really long. So um, in the interest of good radio, um, I'll read this after the show um, and kind of summarize it, and we'll, we'll try and address it um, next week on the show. Several paragraphs. Uh, the terms honest car dealer and transparent. Ooh, this is a good one. You posted this one on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me read this one. The terms honest car dealer and transparent car dealer are oxymorons. No honest or transparent person would hold such a job more than two days. We trust Earl, and I think this is sarcasm. We trust Earl because of his voice and his relatable and convincing discussions. It's all trickery for you poor folks to visit his dealership or his minions. Our program to smile and always remind you there are no dealer fees at Earl Stewart Toyota. You don't need dealer fees to cheat the consumers in the public's interest. The, myst- uh, the mystery shopping reports are a reminder of the low ethical standards to gain near monopoly over the public sh- car shopping resources. We are a monolithic monopoly, I wish. Earl Stewart on cars is a propaganda machine. And it's signed, Earl's Nemesis. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 you I, I replied. He did offer a link for a reply, and I did a reply. And I'll sum my, summarize my reply. Uh, basically, it says, if you think that we're not honest and transparent, I will open the doors to you to interview my customers privately. You require all of my employees privately. I'll open my books to you, mm-hmm. my financial statements, mm-hmm. and everything about me. I will open up. Whatever. And if you can find a dealer fee in there. And if you find the dealer fee, you'll <laughs> find good on you, man. any hanky-panky. Uh, you can turn me into the police or the FBI or the uh, federal, you know, whatever it is. Interpol. We're yeah. international. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, come on in. I, I can see why people believe that there's no such thing as an honest car dealer. And uh, that speaks sadly for car dealers. If, if there were nothing more than the Gallup annual poll. You know, for yeah. 50 years or 45 years, whatever it is, 1977, car dealers rank dead last or next to last 
in the honesty and ethics. So, sure, you think this is a propaganda machine, yeah. and I don't blame you. And uh, I'm I'm honest, but everybody will tell you they're honest. It's kind I'm of transparent, a- but everybody tells you they're transparent. Those are buzzwords. Yeah. All car dealers say that. Yeah, and it is kind of a propaganda machine. Yeah. I mean, if they like us, they'll, they'll, they'll probably come maybe buy a car yeah, from us. But it's true. Whatever. Yeah. But I'd say that anyway. Right, because you're yeah. transparent. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay. Here's one uh, anonymous feedback. It says, when you want a particular color. By the way, it's been a while since we not. Let me, let me interrupt myself. Go to youranonymousfeedback.com. That's how I'm finding these things. Uh, people are going on, and it's heavily encrypted. Even me, the spy master, can't find out who you are because it really is encrypted. And big companies use this thing. It's uh, mm-hmm. Amazon, I think. I Adobe. Adobe, yeah. Um, when you want a particular car, a particular color, model, et cetera, from another dealer's inventory for one of your customers, what does that other dealer want from your dealership in exchange? A fee or commission, another car from your inventory, et cetera. I, I, I can handle this because uh, we do these dealer transfers or dealer trades all the time. Um, basically what's happening, and I'd say 90% of them, we are buying their car at wholesale and they are buying a car from us at wholesale. Um, we can do these exchanges before the car even gets to the dealership, or they might be sitting on the lot, in which case we'll send a driver to drive ours over and pick theirs up, or uh, send some sort of transporter like a truck, a flatbed or something like that. And um, good question, though. That's how it happens most of the time. In some cases, there are fees, and a lot of dealers will put on, you think they treat customers bad, they'll put on these packages, uh, a pinstripe uh, or a floor mats or mud guards and they'll charge the other dealer three or four hundred dollars just to get the car and if the other dealer wants the car bad enough he has to pay the exactly the thing and i and I, listen since we're being all transparent this morning i go we started doing that to other dealers as well because it was a, a defense it's funny how these practices are almost viral they spread yeah. around because you have to do it so when we were doing dealer trades and found that if we wanted to get a basic camry we had to pay three hundred dollars for a uh you know a bunch of garbage well, we kind of had to turn the tables and say, well, here's our garbage, and but we don't do that to customers. But uh, dealer trading, swapping cars back and forth, is vital to the retail automobile business. It multiplies the inventory of availability of colors and combinations of equipment to the point where it speeds up sales. Without dealer trading, uh, swapping cars back and forth. So it's something that the dealers look upon, even though we're dealing with our competition, we know that it's something that's vital for our existence as well as everybody else's existence. And Stu thinks, I think Stu knows where I'm going with this because years ago, when I first stopped charging dealer fees, I got all the Toyota dealers in South Florida so mad at me that they decided they were not going to dealer trade with right. me anymore. So they they froze me out and said, uh, sorry, Earl Stewart, you're going to stop charging dealer and fees. And parts. They stopped selling us parts, too. And, and parts. Yeah. And they were going to boycott me and not help me uh, sell cars. So I got very excited. So I called <laughs> uh, the president of the company, the, the distributor, and... Uh, I said, uh, this is uh, going on, can you stop it? He says, well, I'll see what I can do. And then he called back and said, there's nothing I can do. Well, they and, screwed up, though. Yeah, and so I said, uh, I'm going to check with my attorney because I don't think this is right. 
and he checked with his attorney and said it's okay and I don't want to drag this out but finally I got hold, hold of one of the top antitrust lawyers in New York big time and uh, got his opinion and he wrote me a letter and said uh, the penalty for what they're doing to, to you Earl the other Toyota dealers is punishable by huge fines and by even imprisonment so I sent a copy of that letter to the president of Southeast Toyota and immediately all the other car dealers started trading with me again. Amazing. Right. Uh, excuse me, we're going to go to Houston and uh, Mike is holding. Good morning, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Houston. Can you read me, Houston? Houston, are you in trouble? I Hi, think. Mike. Sorry, Mike. Call back. Call back. We apologize. A little technical glitch there. Love to hear back from you, Mike in Houston. And uh, did you know that Houston is the largest city in Texas? I thought Dallas was. I would assume Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, Houston's bigger. I went to Houston a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's pretty okay, nice. we're digressing. All right. Um, I have one more anonymous feedback, and oh, then we'll be okay. caught up. Uh, this one kind of hurts my feelings. Oh, boy. Uh, Earl, can we assume that there is a little truth in critical views of you in your show when you don't read that critical anonymous feedback? Well, the reason it hurts my feelings is we read all the critical anonymous feedback. I'm yeah. going up a list. I'm crossing them out. I haven't left anything out. Yeah. If you missed it, uh, we did read it. Uh, sometimes we even post them online. I, I tend to go more in public with the negative ones. See, I do anonymous feedbacks uh, from my employees. Uh, we, we do anonymous feedbacks from our customers and from the radio show. I love to hear what's on people's minds that they tend not to want to share if they're, if they're identified. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some people say, uh, you know, man up or woman up, and if you haven't got the nerve to look me in the eye and tell me uh, I don't want to hear it, I don't believe that. I think there is a good reason. That's the reason we have anonymous uh, informants. Because you're so transparent. Yeah. The, uh, well, I mean, the mafia doesn't exist anymore today uh, because of anonymous uh, informants. Because no, I don't of, know if that's because true. of rats. Um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, I mean, you have to have, and you have to have the witness protection program, and you have to it's have. It's not what it once was. Yeah, it might be there, but they're not. According to my family, uh, that's another show. Hey, let's check in and uh, see what uh, what Mike's up to. Uh, in Houston. Uh, Mike, are you back? Yes, I am. Oh, very good. Welcome. Thank you. How are you so, today? Uh, I'm very well. I uh, I spoke to Mr. Stewart um, probably about three months ago, uh, and he asked if I would call in at some point. Um, just wanted to give a little insight. I used to work for, I uh, was an executive of a um, large public company, uh, and we spoke about a uh, really a company practice that if uh, when a consumer came in, if they didn't know the Internet asking price, the stores uh, pretty much across the board would price the car at whatever they wanted to. Yes. And then in many states, it is against the law to this day that if you don't honor that Internet asking price, including the dock fee, uh, there's repercussions. Well, what the company would do is if you went home, found this out, uh, a relative, your husband, a, a boyfriend, whoever saw it, and you went back to the store, they would immediately rectify it and apologize. Mm -hmm. Well, um, 
there was upwards. There was a specific store that that sold over 200 used a month, and 65% of what they sold was overcharged, and it was an average overcharge of about $2,400. Wow, $2,400. Yes, sir. Pretty simple to do the math. Was that in the Houston area? It was not. It was not. It was an Eastern Eastern store. But the... uh, the uh, what the company ended up doing was changing their website to where there is a disclaimer on every single vehicle that if you do not ask for the internet asking price, they do not have to give it to you. <laughs> but it is uh, it was well you know it was well known in the company that if you um, you didn't work there very long if when consumers came in. You looked up online and gave them what you <laughs> offered the car for. You would be, you would be spoken to. You would be, for lack of a better term, threatened with your job. They block the internet from at the highest dealership. level. <laughs> and um, if you continued, um, you'd be let go. So, what Mister Stewart says about the dealers as a whole, um, there are a whole lot of public companies that are very ethical and very honest and. Uh, one based in Florida that they don't sell cars over internet asking price. Um, It's just simply not done. Uh, I'm not saying there's other games that don't get played, but they don't do it. But there are dealers and groups out there that to this day uh, don't honor a price that they put online. And Mike, it's especially egregious because the people today, especially that don't go online and get pricing uh, are probably uh, the less educated and the more vulnerable. And, you know, a lot of older people, you know, I have friends that don't use computers or smartphones, and, you know, I'm 79. You know, a lot of people that just are not comfortable, and they walk in. And as you yeah. say, they pay $2,400 or more uh, for a car that their next-door neighbor that simply went on his smartphone and checked the price uh, can get a really good deal on. I called it when it first started years ago, when we first started the internet uh, selling, I called it two-tier pricing. And I did two-tier pricing myself. When I started out uh, many years ago, we sold so few cars that we didn't even think about it. And then as the percentage grew, I started realizing that this was dishonest and unfair to have two prices, one for the educated consumer who could use online uh, sources and one for the uh, people that didn't and has to pay thousands of dollars more. Like your best friend. Well, Earl, it was uh, <laughs> it was so uh, when I when I took it to the attention of, of one of the corporate attorneys, uh, her response to me was, "That's why we have such a strong uh, arbitration clause because we can't get sued as a group. We'll settle these one at a time." Isn't that amazing? And for for folks and, who don't know what that arbitration clause is, every car dealer now we don't have an arbitration clause at my so dealership. Not, so not every car dealer. But virtually every car dealer has uh, an arbitration, which takes away your right for your day in court. You cannot sue. You cannot go to trial. You cannot have a, a jury of your peers. You, you waive your, your God-given American right when you sign that um, buyer's order because in the fine print is that arbitration clause. Yeah, and they're not separate um, forms now, Earl. They are, in most cases, Built-in. they are part of that. Um, the first page that you sign. Yes. yes. Your, your arbitration clause is the f- very first thing that you sign, so it's yeah. not a an add-on later, uh, and and it's rarely, if ever, explained to you. But 
Um, I just wanted to call and let you know, and, and uh, thank you for what you do. Thank you, Mike. And uh, anyway, you guys take care, and I appreciate it. Call again, please, Mike. I really appreciate it. Stay safe out there. Yeah, thank you, Mike. You got it. You got it. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530, and you can stay tuned for the Mystery Shopping Report that will be coming up shortly, and that's from Southern Palms Mazda. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we got one more. www.yourananosfeedback.com. Yeah. Now back to Stu. That's right, and also we have one last text. That is uh, our text line is 772-497-6530. This is from Steve in New Jersey. It says, hi, Earl, I'm ethically torn. I placed a factory order for a Volvo on February 17th and provided a deposit. Recently, the dealer communicated the VIN. I'm certain I could purchase it now for much less, but my conscience tells me a contract is a contract. I could cancel and refuse delivery, but I don't want to harm the dealer. At the same time, I must be fiscally responsible. Any advice you can give would be appreciated. Well, you know, I, uh, first of all, thank you and congratulations on having a conscience and caring about a businessman, in this case a car dealer. Uh, I think that depending on the car you ordered, it isn't going to hurt him if you cancel it. If it's something you can easily sell to someone else, if it's a special order car or a particular crazy color, uh, then it might be a, a problem to them. But it's a cost of doing business. Um, in my dealership, uh, we cancel uh, uh, sales all the time. Uh, customers do, I mean. And uh, we accept it as a cost of doing business. Uh, but uh, it's really nice to hear from a good guy yeah, or a good gal that would care. Short of canceling the, um, the whole order, I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable. You know, when you order a car, um, especially like a factory order that might take, you know, 90, 120 days to get, uh, things do change. Um, people lose their jobs. Incentives change. Earl's rubbing hand sanitizer pure, into I his beard. Pure, I, ru- I touched my chin, <laughs> and I just put Purell on it. It was very distracting. Yeah. <laughs> Is your face burning right now? No, my okay, chin's good. fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what I was going to say, what I was saying was things change, and right now, you know, I can't think of a um, more legitimate time to reassess your financial situation, and I think uh, what you're spending on vehicles are, are pretty essential. I'd be careful of if you found out you can get it for for much less. Just remember that the other dealer could be selling you a bunch of hot nitrogen because they say they're going to beat the other dealer to get you to cancel your order, and then things could change on their end. If you like your dealer and uh, you trust them and you, you think they're a good guy to do business with, Maybe just say, hey, can we do something about the price? You know, things are changing, the economy's getting bad, and see if they'll work with you. Okay. That's uh, it. Called up. All good. Uh, I'd like to remind the folks that we are going to go to the Mystery Shopping Report, and we'd love for you to grade that Mystery Shopping Report uh, because you're an important, very important part of the show. 772 497 6530. And the Mystery Shop is, well, elegantly written. By Stu Stewart, and it is from Southern Palms Mazda. He shares a little humor with us in these mystery shops every week. Uh, Rick's got a YouTube. I'm going to read a text. This came to me on my personal phone, and uh, I hesitate, but I I do it in the in the spirit of total being totally candid, open, and transparent. Uh, I'll let you decide about this. I'm going to mention the woman's name. Uh, She says. 
she's from Hope Sound, so she knows we're reading it. She says, here's a name for your sale, wipeout sale. Maybe give a roll of toilet paper to test drivers. And, and, and sanitizing wipes. And sanitizing. And, uh, we talked about that. Well, anyway, we, you know, we, we, don't, we read everything. <laughs> I think we would sell a lot of cars if we give a, a, a big, giant, Costco-sized thing a Charmin with it. <laughs> All right, we've got a YouTube over here. Just because we do read everything, Rainbow says, Good morning, Earl and friends. Love your show and hope you're all keeping well. Best from Ontario, Canada. Wow. Another international listener. Oh, Fantastic. how nice. Love the Canadians. I believe they, did they close the border? They yeah. did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Close the border. Huh. Okay, I guess we can move to the mystery shopping report here. And uh, let's give the numbers out because I think we're going to get through in time to do a few more. But uh, uh, we will do, get to a couple texts after the mystery shopping report, probably. And if not, we'll do it next week for sure. But the text number is 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. We will get to your text either after the show or, or, or next week, uh, I mean after the mystery shopping reporter next week, 772-497-6530. Now, Excuse me, Embryona, if you're listening, I'll see if I can't get to your text after the mystery shopping report. Yeah. And I hope you're feeling better. Now, this mystery shop is Southern Palms Mazda. When I saw that, I have never heard of Southern Palms Me Mazda. Never. And that makes me feel a little bad because they probably aren't doing very well, well if I've never heard of them. I, I, I got to confess, I was confused about it because I hadn't heard of that either. And when I saw the little, little bit of history, and we address it in a, in a report about who owns it, I was wondering, is it possible that it had been bought and sold? Because I thought Terry Taylor bought that from, from Penske. And I thought that it was called West Palm Mazda. And apparently it's not... Then I wondered if West Palm Mazda had sold again and became um, uh, Southern Palms Mazda. I couldn't find anything online, and I searched. I looked on sumbiz.org. I couldn't even find out who owned it. So I'm yeah. assuming it's Terry Taylor. Well, I am, too. And I think, uh, first of all, Nissan's having a hard time selling cars, period. Nissan has a uh, liquidity problem and a survivability problem. And the fact that I haven't heard of them means they're not doing too well. I feel like I'm picking on somebody that's down for the count, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think Mazda is yeah. a, 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 a experienced a modest uptick in sales. But did I say Nissan? Yeah. I meant Mazda. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, Mazda's better. They're doing yeah. better. Okay, two years ago, Penske Automotive Group sold three of its dealerships in the Royal Palm Auto Mall on Southern Boulevard to the Terry Taylor Car Dealer Group, uh, Automotive. Automotive Management Services. Worst name for a company ever. It is terrible, yeah. Royal Palm Toyota became Southern 441. I'm hearing a squeak. I think that's Nancy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Royal Palm Nissan became Southern 441 Nissan, and Royal Palm Mazda became Southern Palms Mazda. At least we think Terry Taylor owns it. Terry Taylor is a notoriously uh, stealthy and wealthy, and there wasn't much <laughs> news to be found online without any subsequent sale of the Mazda dealership on Southern Boulevard. Of those three dealerships sold to Terry Taylor, we have only mystery shop, the Toyota and Nissan stores. We haven't been to the Mazda store since it was Royal Palm Mazda, and that was back in 2016. Yeah, it's been a long time. Four years ago. Uh, reviewing Royal Palm's uh, performance during our investigations, it quickly became clear that they haven't done very well. Uh, under its pr prior ownership, 
the Mazda dealership engaged in what we consider to be shady uh, sales tactics. They also did poorly on a couple of Takata tests. Uh, just two weeks ago, we mystery shopped Southern 441 Nissan and under, uncovered a blatant game of bait and switch. We wondered how its sister store with a better name would do with one of their own ads. I I'm surprised at the amount of TV ads I, I still see on that. The fact that they're spending that kind of money yeah. on television ads, and he, I don't believe they're doing very well. Someone's asleep at the wheel. You gotta, you gotta call your ad rep and say, pull the plug. Yeah. Just um, to, do you ahead. agree, by the way, the, the name? Southern Palms, that's a great name for a dealership. And Southern 441, I'm just being critical, is an awful name for a dealership. It is. Yeah. yeah. Southern Palms, it's, ple it's pleasant. It, it always surprised me that they had two, two yeah. of the three stores, because right. it's three stores together. Yeah. Two of them are Southern 441 and the one is Southern Palms. Why, why change just the one? Terry Taylor is mysterious. Just two weeks ago, we mystery shopped Southern 441 Nissan. And I'm, did I just do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah next uh, we, we found a new car special on Southern Palms Mazda's website that promised a low price of $16,498 for a brand new 2019 CX-3 Sport. That's a small SUV with an MSRP in the $20,000 range. I'm also trying to stop licking my finger. <laughs> When I do this, I don't know if you catch coronavirus. I'm getting pretty good. I'm getting pretty good at uh, flipping pages, turning pages. You get one of those little things uh, in the accounting office. I got those. Okay. Yeah. You should bring it to the studio. There was a link of that red disclaimer that we clicked, and this had read. This is really sneaky. Must qualify for $750 loyalty and $500 military rebate. Thank you very much. Wow. He's this got is, a rubber thumb this cover. This is Nancy gave me. This is what I could put on your finger to turn pages with. So. No, it's a finger yeah, cut. Yeah. So uh, they say military rebate and $750 loyalty uh, plus tax tag title and dealer fees. See dealer for complete detail. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the military rebate doesn't mean that you're a veteran. Uh, it doesn't mean that you once served. It means that you're in the active military Currently. today. Yeah. So what are the odds that you're driving a Mazda and you're also in the active military in West Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah. I, now, that sort of rebate's great if you live up in, like, in Jacksonville yeah, or yeah. near a big military base, yeah. but um, down yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So right off the mat, we knew at least uh, $1,250 in discounts would be unavailable to the vast majority of customers. We also knew that the phrase dealer fees likely meant a whole slew of additional hidden charges by a variety of different names. And so, you know, dealer fee just is a generic term. We hope to learn some more details, so we clicked on the ad itself to find, amusingly, this is what we got, and it says, this page cannot be found. 404 error. 404 error. <laughs> so I would, I don't believe that's on purpose. I believe no. that's just right. stupidity. Sleep at the wheel. Yeah. Inspect with the expert. Yeah. Since we could find couldn't, uh, couldn't could find any more couldn't find any more details online, we had to put boots on the ground. Agent Thunder was summoned, like a genie. Exactly. <laughs> Operation report. <laughs> I arrived at, I arrived at a nearly empty car dealership that looked like it was desperately trying to draw in some foot traffic. And let me tell you, there are a lot of car dealerships out there that look that way now. They had two food trucks, and this is silly, and a DJ player playing yeah. loud music to a crowd of exactly zero. Report. Somebody made a bad decision. 
somebody made a dead decision. I felt guilty for being there. There were, there's nothing more embarrassing than when you put on a big, you bring the food trucks, you bring the band, and nobody comes. That's very embarrassing. Especially if it's good food. If it's good food, yeah. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of salesmen outside watching the scene. I was spotted as I pulled in front to park. One of them approached as I climbed out of my car and were shopping Southern Palms Nissan on Southern Boulevard that used to be Southern 441 Nissan and now it's Southern Palms Nissan. And if you haven't heard of it, neither have we. I can almost hear now they've probably got somebody in there talking to radios in their ears saying, target acquired, yes, approach. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I stopped walking and kept a safe so Oh, the, the salesperson that approached me uh, stopped walking, kept a safe social distance between us. Uh, I said, hi. Uh, well, he said, hi, I'm RJ. He called me over. What brings you in today? I walked a little closer to him, still maintaining a healthy distance. I said I'd come in to see about the new 2019 CX-3 for 16498 bucks. I said my wife had a Kia lease that was up, and we wanted to try a Mazda. I said we didn't want a lease anymore. We're looking to do a cash purchase and possibly finance it. RJ, the salesman, asked me to come inside with him. We sat down at the desk, and he offered me a squirt of hand sanitizer. Now, that's a nice touch. Much respect, RJ. Much respect. That is very nice. And I accepted it. He wanted to know what what ad I was talking about. I answered that it was on the website under the new car specials. RJ looked for a minute at the computer screen, then apparently found it. He said, oh, yeah. We still have a few of these. Would you like to drive one first? I said, I would like to take a test drive. I would like to take a test drive. RJ explained that there were several different models and asked which one I wanted. I like this. I said, I would like to drive the one with the 16, with the price of 16,498. Now, RJ was trying to do the the subtle switch. Well, what kind of would you like? Well, you want the advertised car. Yeah. And they're always going to switch you to something else. So he wants the one. I want the one. I'm the dropper. I want the one for sixteen thousand four hundred ninety-eight dollars. RJ turned his uh, RJ turned the screen to me and clicked the disclaimer link. Uh, he said to qualify for the price, you have to have, currently have a Mazda, is your house in your household, and be able to show proof of it. They're not going to take your word of it, <laughs> word for it. I said no. He added there was another rebate. I'd have to qualify for and ask if I was in the military. I said I wasn't. So there there go the rebates. RJ said he was sorry I couldn't get the ad price, but it would get me close to it. Now what does that mean? You know, close? Six feet, six miles? I don't know. He asked if it was price okay with it. <laughs> I said that it was okay uh, if 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 he could get close on the price, not to me. <laughs> right. RJ reported he had a black one and a gray one. Asked which color do you want, gray or black? That's another narrowing them down. Yeah. Do you want to buy the white one or the blue one? Do you want to buy the gray one or the black one? Uh, he gathered my driver's license and left to make a copy return. And listen to this, I like this too. He offered to wipe my clean, my license clean. Mm-hmm. Wipe off my license. Very nice touch. Mm-hmm. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking about my driver's license. When's the last time I wiped mine clean? Don't know. I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm. If I ever get pulled over for speeding and I give my license to the uh, 
Six cop, months. do you think he'll wipe it clean? You better clean that before you hand it back to yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. We went outside and RJ walked around the car talking about the features and benefits, keeping a comfortable distance from me the whole time. The SUV was nice. It had an MSRP, manufacturer suggested retail price, of 21735 But there was a phony Monroney. That was a counterfeit Monroney label, MSRP, next to the real one. Uh, it added... $935 in uh, additional dealer markup and another almost $600 for some garbage called permaplate. That's like a paint sealant, polish, window tint, and a lifetime warranty, which I assure you is a powertrain, which is worthless. When it came time to take a test drive, I said I was a little uncomfortable getting the small SUV with him, which, um, which I was. RJ said I could take it out by myself for a short drive. But he had my driver's license, so I couldn't steal the car, unless you forgot to check my picture and it wasn't really my driver's license. Right. That's happened to us before. It has happened, yeah. I took him up on the offer and took a solo test drive. RJ waited for me by the front door. We went inside, back to the desk. As soon as we sat down, he asked me if this was something I wanted to finalize today. I said yes, as long as the price was good. If you just tuned in, we're mystery shopping Southern Palms Mazda in West Palm Beach on Southern Boulevard. RJ reminded me, I said, I said I might finance and asked me how much money I wanted to put down and uh, to tell him uh, what I thought about my credit rating. I said I had excellent credit and I had $3,000 to put down. Uh, You're taking it today? He asked again. I said yes. He left to get the numbers. Very important to car dealers. He came back with a worksheet. It was the same form used by Southern 441 Nissan, uh, which is a sister store along with uh, Royal Palm, or a Southern, what is it? A Southern 441 Southern Toyota. Southern 441 Toyota. And uh, they had the purchase option on the right and a finance grid on the left. So probably still owned by Terry Taylor. It also had the same smart payment, bi-monthly payment option, which I don't like because people think it's a monthly payment there are people out there who don't know what bi-monthly means. People that are uh, English challenged, it's just... Yeah, it's a smart payment. Yeah. It's yeah. a dumb payment. And uh, then, by exactly. the way, they, t- they tie it together with your paycheck. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. He began by pointing out a, my payment for 60 months with $3,000 down, just $406 a month, he said. Now, it's been a while to turn the pages here without... Licking my finger. You don't have your finger caught? Uh, I got it right here, but I need two of them, and that's the only gave me. Okay. Gave me the one. Then we came over, the, uh, went over the cash option. He took uh, $2,250 off the MSRP, and the, the ads came nine nine ninety five. This is where they're raising the price, the advertised price. nine ninety five ADM. That stands for Additional Dealer Markup. Who knows what ADM is? They have it on their worksheet, nine ninety five. Slips by a lot of people. Advanced diagnostic machines. Exactly. Yeah, two hundred ninety seven dollars for permaplate, which is a, what they put a, in your skull. Cheap wax. Two hundred ninety seven dollar window tent, which you could get for what hundred. Yeah, our, our cost is one hundred twenty bucks. One hundred twenty bucks. Yeah. Two hundred eighty five dollar taxable fees. That's another word for dealer fees. Uh, 
$899 doc fee. That's for when you get sick. Exactly. So you add them all up, and uh, there are $2,773 in hidden added fees to the advertised price, which is breaking the law because you have to include all dealer fees in the advertised price in Florida. That is the law. And they had sales tax and uh, no, the $225 dealer fees. All told, well, I just did that. Effective sale price was $500 over MSRP. Now, here's a sale special price on the Internet. Yeah, $16,498. Yeah, $16,498, and it's really $500 over sticker his, MSRP. Right, his real price was twenty. Two, three, something. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, and we were talking earlier in the show about the fact that during this crisis, are there really good deals? I said yes, there are. Well, here's here's a crisis price ad by this Monster dealership that is asking you to pay over sticker price five hundred dollars and tricking you into think it's a good price because they have to sell cars because of the coronavirus. R.J. then reminded me that I was getting a great deal, even with the extra items. We asked if I, if I was ready to do it, to sign. I said, I thought I needed to think about it. He looked hurt and countered by reminding me that I said I was buying today. But you said. I said, I changed my mind. <laughs> but I still wanted to buy it. I cheered him up a little bit. Then he went and got the manager. This is the T.O. Turnover. I waited a minute. R.J. came back with the manager. The manager stood about six feet away, which was good. Thanked me for coming in. He asked me if there was anything he could do to get me to sign in now. I said, I really needed the afternoon to think about it. The manager said he might be able to take more off the price if I came back. That's sprinkling the, the, that's right. the fairy always, dust on you. They always give you the reason to come back. Yeah. Uh. And that's what he did. So there we are. Southern Palms Mazda, Southern Boulevard, West Palm Beach. The good thing was they offered hand sanitizer. And that's where it ended. <laughs> that's right. That's the good news. Uh, they even hand sanitize the driver's license, and they maintain good social distances. That's why they need that ADM to pay for all the hand sanitizer. Yeah. Okay, we got four minutes. we got to do the votes. I, and, uh, grades are coming in. Bob gives them an F. Candy gives them a D minus. Uh, I don't know if that's Marky or Mary. I can't see what I wrote. An F. And then Linda on Facebook gives them a big, huge F. And I've got Karen with a big fat F, Wayne with a big F, and myself. Uh, I'm going soft-headed and soft-hearted. I'm giving them the D uh, because it's it's just it's the yeah. obvious old games that we're all used to. Yeah. That everybody knows how to play. Yeah. That if you beat them up, you could probably get a little better deal. Yeah. But it, it's the same game. It's it's not like they're doing anything new. Yeah, we got and, more grades coming in. We got Ken yep. gives him a G, which is below F. He says <laughs> Nate Nate gives him a D. Cable gives him a D, and Sue comes in with an F. And I've got Mark Ryan F and Donovan Lewis with an F. Nancy, what have we got? F. F. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pass him uh, with a D minus. Uh, I feel sorry for them, 
Uh, and Rick summarized it. They're doing what all car dealers are doing. Yeah, they spend all that money on the DJ and the food trucks. Yeah, the food truck. Uh, and they're dying over there. Uh, they need business badly. An educated consumer could go in there and get a heck of a deal. But you really got to be careful because they're not telling you the truth. The advertised price, bottom line, is not true. And that's the worst thing they do is to advertise a price and then add uh, what was it? A thousand, $1,200. $2,300. $2,300, yeah. Hey, Stu, do we know what, what like a true car price would be on that car? What it actually would sell for at other dealers? I didn't look on true car this week, but I can tell you if you're looking at a uh, vehicle with MSRP of 21.7, um, even before rebates, in that price range, I think they could cons- comfortably take maybe an 1800 to $2,000 discount, yeah. maybe more. Um, don't add fees back in, and you could probably buy that thing under under twenty thousand. Yeah. yeah. So there we are. We're going to put them on the recommended list. Caveat being, be very careful. Anybody on the recommended list, and we should start rating these individually because this is a low rating even for recommended list. Okay. okay. Anything else? Any text? Anything? We got time for. We what? have one more anonymous feedback that came in, and um, it says. Earl, have you given up on Big Dog Ranch Rescue? You haven't mentioned it in many weeks. Have you become too international to care about your local charity? You're making me feel very bad. Big Dog Ranch Rescue, the best um, no-kill shelter in the state of Florida, the biggest and the best, and you buy a copy of the book, Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer, on Amazon, 100% of the proceeds. Not one nickel goes back to me. It all goes to Big Dog Ranch. Yeah, we're always Roof. involved, Roof. very involved with Big Dog Ranch. Yeah, uh, Jonathan, what reminder. do we have? A minute? <laughs> one minute? Okay, to Brianna, she wants to know when the best time is to buy a truck that she's looking for. Hey, Brianna, guess what? Take a look out there. I mean, uh, consumers, or excuse me, these uh, businesses are selling TVs during football season. How about a winter coat in the summer? So to your question, take a look into Consumer Report, decide what product you want, and then go to the dealership. The Internet is also a great place. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Stay safe. See you next Saturday.